Season 1, Episode 51, Pete's Podcast, Bible Story Evangelism, Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So that's what happened to me. Faith came to me 48 years ago by hearing and seeing the Word of God in Jack Weaver's Bible. And I still remember seeing Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, For by grace you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And during the course of his presentation, I said, Are you telling me that salvation is a free gift with no strings attached? Or I probably said, Are you telling me that going to heaven is a free gift with no strings attached? And he said, The only thing that could have caught me or kept me on the line, and that was... Praise the Lord, you understand it. And I thought, wow, this is amazing. I never heard this before. Well, I had heard it before, but I got talked out of it a year a year earlier. But I hadn't seen it in the Word of God. And this verse, Romans 10, 17, says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So when I hear an evangelist just tell stories and not use the Word of God, I think he's really missing something that I think is going to make them much more effective, and that is presenting the Word of God. Um, and then when I got saved, as I've told you almost every podcast, I I had heard John 3.16 before. Uh, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever, I just said, this is a good God, this is a God I can trust in. This is a God that understands me, that I'm not going to be able to make a bunch of promises and keep them. So if that's the deal, make him Lord of my life and all this kind of stuff, it wasn't going to happen. I knew it wasn't going to happen. And uh, even as a believer, I can't say that you know, 24-7 he's the Lord of my life. Close to 24-7 he's not the Lord of my life. But I'm working on that. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. And I will be rewarded in eternity, both this life and the next, as I the closer I get to, to Him. And uh, so faith for living the Christian life comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Uh, that Ephesians 2, 8, 9, For by grace you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. 99.9% of the Christian life is good works. I mean, you're saved not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us. But after you're saved, once and for all, then get to work. Lay up treasure in heaven. Very simple. So, um, so that's the verse I wanted to share with you Uh it's the one of my memory verses. So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. It's in John, it's chapter 10, verse 17. So I wanted to cover John, uh, Romans chapter 10, verses 1 through 21. So Paul starts out, Romans is just an incredible book. It's the first listed in Paul's epistles. It's probably one of the, the middle ones he wrote uh, towards the end of his life. 
Uh, I think he wrote all of them towards the end of his life. But Thessalonians was the first one he wrote, first and second Thessalonians. Anyway, so he's writing to the Jews in Romans that in Rome that he had never met. And uh, from what I understand, there's a couple of other books he wrote to people he'd never met. And it, I think it's kind of interesting when he wrote to people he never met, they have no common ground other than what they've read or heard about Paul and what they may have heard from Peter or people like that. Um, but they uh, heard about Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, so therefore, it just, you know, I never met Paul. And here's a, uh, a letter written by Paul to people he never met. Just seems like Maybe that had something to do with it being placed in the first of Paul's 13 epistles. All right, Romans chapter 10, verse 1. Brethren, he's writing to believers. My heart desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Paul was known as the missionary to the Gentiles, but he's still in his heart wants Israel to come to Christ. And they will come to Christ in great numbers during the 70th week of Daniel. If the rapture happened tonight and the church was taken out, the the Jewish people would come to Christ in droves. I'm not saying Gentiles wouldn't either, but it's a very evangelistic thing. The, 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 the 10 plagues of Egypt were very evangelistic. All the world knew that the God of Israel was the God of gods, little g. Anyway, brethren, my heart and desire and prayer for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have zeal to God, but not according to knowledge. They, they talk a lot about God, but as God says through one of his prophets, uh, uh, you talk about me a lot, but your heart is far from me. Anyway, that's just... Uh, being religious without understanding who God is and what he did for you and and what his son did at the cross for you. Uh, verse 3, chapter 10, verse 3. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness. Now here's the problem they're having, and it, I, I think it's pretty well stated. They're ignorant of God's righteousness. For God hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. They're confused about the gospel. They're confused about... Salvation by faith alone, in Christ alone, through grace alone. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness, go about to establish their own righteousness. What is, your, what is establishing your own righteousness called? Two words, self-righteousness. Have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. How, do you, how does someone submit? What must we do to do the works of God? Believe on him who he hath sent. You've got to believe in the Savior and the God of John 3.16. For Christ is the end of the law of righteousness to everyone that believeth. The, the Ten Commandments are very good ideas. Uh, they're built on the two great commandments. Love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. But we don't do those to be saved. We do them because we are saved. And they're much easier to do when you trust in the God of John 3.16. The whosoever God. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, anybody, so loved the world, whosoever believed in him should not perish but everlasting life. And the Jewish people, historically, at this time, are missing that. For Christ is the end of the law of righteousness to everyone that believeth. It's settled. Now let's just get about doing what's right not to be saved, but because we are. Verse 5 of chapter 10, Romans chapter 10. For Moses described the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth those things shall live by them. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Say not in your heart, Who shall ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring Christ up again from the dead. But what saith it? The word is nigh, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that the word of faith which we preach. You, you, you read the Bible, you read Isaiah, you read uh, the gospel, but you don't understand the gospel. All we like sheep have gone astray, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. Isaiah 53. Talked about in yesterday's podcast. Number Episode 50. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart, that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, with, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For what saith the scripture? Here it is. Here's the gospel of the grace of God. Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. That's it. Believeth on him. G Paul told the Philippian jailer when, when, when asked, What must I do to be saved? Acts 16.31 Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. What was, what was Jesus' gospel to Nicodemus? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but everlasting life. There are some that want to imply that you've got to confess with your mouth to be saved. And the, the verse says right after that, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord is over all, is rich unto all that call upon him. Call upon him and he'll be there. Seek and ye shall find. Ask and it shall be answered. Seek and you shall find, saith the Lord. So, for the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I I was looking for how should well the next verse right here how shall we then call upon him whom we have not believed I wasn't I was how shall we how shall they believe in him in whom they have not heard 
How shall they call without a preacher? For how shall they preach except they be sent? A lot of questions here. As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of grace, the gospel of peace, and bring glad tidings of good things. But they, I think the Jews are in, in being talked to here, Moses, uh, that my heart's desire in verse 1 is that the Jews would be saved. But they have not obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said in verse in chapter 53, which we read yesterday, The Lord, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Romans 10.17, which I think I'm going to entitle this message, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. It sure was my case. Faith cometh by hearing. And yes, I did go home and tell my dad. And yes, I did go home and call my best friend and tell him what, what I had done and what Jesus had done for me and the whole world and them. I was just excited. What did the woman, woman at the well in John chapter 4 do? Went and told the whole town, come and see a man that, that knew everything ever I did. I found the Messiah, and many came and believed. And they were Samaritans, by the way, which is a, a real kick in the pants for, for Israel. But is right here that God turned to the Samaritans, people that didn't, Jews that didn't go to the temple to worship. Verse 18, But what, what I say, have they not heard? Yes, verily, yes, they've heard. Israel has heard the gospel. Their sound went out into all the earth, and their words unto the ends of the world. But I say, did not Israel know? First, say, another question, did not Israel know? First, Moses saith, I will provoke you unto jealousy by them that are no people, and by a foolish nation, Will I anger you? He's going to provoke Israel, which ultimately is totally provoked in the uh, 70th week of Daniel, when they come to Christ in droves, and it's, the, it's Israel receiving their Messiah in very hard times. But I think it's not only uh, Paul's heart's desire and prayer for Israel, is that they might be saved. And that might, again, depends. You, My heart and desire might be that you be saved. Is, is Paul really praying to God to save Israel? I think he's praying that Israel will believe in the Messiah, which they will during the tribulation as a nation. But, Verse 19, we've got three more verses, 19, 20, and 21. But I say, did not Israel know? First Moses saith, I will provoke you to jealousy by them which are no people, and by a foolish nation will I anger you. But Isaiah, Isaiah is very bold, and saith, I have found of them that sought me not. I was made manifest unto them that asked not after me. That's ex I am exactly one of those people that Isaiah was talking about. 
God was found of them that sought me not. I was not seeking God. I went to that Bible study because a cheerleader asked me to go. And I tried to disrupt that Bible study. I tried to ask my, you know, $64,000 question. How can Jesus be the answer when there's a whole world that doesn't believe in him? And the answer is, seek and ye shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. Ask and you shall receive. For whosoever calleth upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We just read that here in, in Romans chapter 10. Verse 11. For what saith the scripture? Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Uh, for there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the Lord is rich over all that call upon him. Last verse, but to Israel, Isaiah said, speaking, I think, for the Lord, Jehovah, all day long I have stretched forth my hands unto a disobedient and gainsaying people. So Paul is trying to get Jewish people in this chapter anyway to trust Christ. I don't know how many Jewish believers there are in Rome, but... Uh, he's not only trying to get Jewish people to be saved, he's also talking about people that aren't Jewish. And as far as the Jews are concerned, there's Jews and everybody else. And he's quoting Isaiah, I was found of them that sought me not. I was made manifest unto them that asked not after me. That's pretty much who I was. I didn't know I was seeking. I hated God. I had just six months earlier lost my brother in Vietnam and I had no, no time for God. Uh, I wanted to disprove him. But I can't say that I didn't believe in him because you can't hate somebody you don't believe in. And I felt very betrayed by this God that we were trying to worship by, I don't know, keeping religious activities, going to church every Sunday, um, that kind of thing. But none of this, none of this for God's... And, and that was a, a verse I probably heard in... in in my church every Sunday, but it sounded nice, but I didn't understand it. I didn't believe it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's when I came to the Lord. So I hope uh, you got something out of Romans chapter 10 verses 1 through 21. I know you did because God's word does not come back void. So I am going to say adios which, as you know, means to God. And I'm going to say, Vaya con Dios, which means go with God.